welcome to the Homegrown Remix Podcast. We will be tackling the tough questions that eat at your faith. Throughout the year, four students will dissect, discuss, and comment on each week's topic. And now, please welcome our host and president of Crossroads Farm, Doug Rutledge. Welcome and good evening. This is the home, the home of the Homegrown Remix Podcast, where every week after Crossroads Farm South Central, we digest, debrief, discuss. I don't know. Are there any other D words I should throw in there? I was just on a roll and then I blanked. Describe. And describe. <laughs> right. Describe. Describe the, the talk, the theme for the night. Um, so I'm going to, as always, allow our genius panel of theological experts to uh, tell you about themselves. It's amazing because uh, really there are, there are scholars outside the door just waiting to hear what they have to say so they can teach that in their theology classes tomorrow. So go ahead, introduce yourself. Uh, I'm Alex Nicholson. I'm 17. Uh... And I've been going to Jonesville for 11 years strong. Hopefully I can make it to my senior year. But not like Jonesville High School for 11 years, right? Well, no. Okay. All right. Because that would, that would like remove that whole genius thing that I just said. Uh, I'm in my 14th year of high school and I've almost got this thing lit. Yeah. Hi, I'm Emmy Ambrose. I am a junior at Freedom Christian School and I'm 16. 16, great. Hi, I'm Danny Swire. I'm a junior at Hanover Horton High School. Perfect. Tell me something interesting about you right now in this season of your life, Danny. I didn't ask anybody else, but I am going to ask some questions. So, in this season, in this season right now, in this time right now of your life, I start wrestling season tomorrow. Oh yeah, so that's going to cut into your hunting season, Danny. You hunt? Does anybody else hunt here? Anybody? Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's a, oh yeah. All right. Perfect. Yeah. For hunting, I don't. Uh, Five thirty in the morning is way too early. Yeah, um, but you do have a car, right? All right, so uh, go ahead. I'm Dakota Gilbert. I'm a junior, and I'm homeschooled. Okay, fantastic. Uh, We're going to dive into this, but I'm going to ask you a question about um, the holidays. This is a discussion my family had this weekend where we were talking about whether or not um, it is too early for Christmas music. So is it too early? Because I'm telling you, everybody is playing Christmas music, and it's driving me crazy. It's too early. All right. Go ahead, Dakota. December 22nd is too early for Christmas movies. Oh, that's no, I don't agree with that. You are, you are the, the Scrooge. You are the Grinch. I uh, say it's never too early for n- Christmas music. Okay, does anybody listen to music, at, like Christmas music, after Christmas? Like right after? Oh, yeah, Mariah Carey all the way. Oh, man. <laughs> man. Okay. Usually the ones that don't pertain to Christmas, maybe like the ones that go to like with snow. <laughs> okay. Okay. Cause here in Michigan, we have six months of snow followed by six months of tough sledding. All right. So <laughs> either one of you guys, what do you, what do you think? Uh, when was the last time you heard some proper Thanksgiving music? Yeah. You know, there really isn't. I think that's sad. <laughs> but I mean, do you, do you do, I mean, you just want music all the time, Christmas music all the time. Yes, I was listening to Christmas music this morning. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> I just think, I think we've got to get, we've got to give Thanksgiving its due. I feel like we're just, we're just ripping Thanksgiving off. Thanksgiving gets its due on Thanksgiving Day. That's just one day. And <laughs> it's really some of the best food, too. I, you know? Hands down, Thanksgiving. If the meals were all day, every day, I'd be fine with that. Okay. So let me ask you a question. Traditionally, do any of you do anything other than turkey? 
Thanksgiving Day, you're like, oh, we do ham. I heard families who do her ham, and I'm like, I don't think that's I don't think that's legal. <laughs> so no, turkeys, everybody, we do salmon. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with me today. All right, so I've got some serious questions. We talked about uh, legendary women of the Bible of the Old Testament today. And um, it wasn't so much a talk as it was a characterization. It, it was a, a drama using uh, five different people. So I'll ask you a couple questions. Uh, did any of the stories, and I'll tell you what, the, what stories we talked about. So we talked about Eve and her story, her take on her role in Scripture. Then we talked about Sarah or Sarai. Um, we talked about Sarah and uh, her, her role. Then we talked about... I believe uh, it was Deborah, then Jael. So Deborah the prophetess, Jael. I'm going to avoid giving her a nickname because the only thing that came to mind was a murderess. And then, um, and then we went from her and we talked about uh, Elisha's widow. Um, not his widow, but a widow that uh, believed because of the message he gave. So there was, those were the five stories. Um, were any of those a little bit surprising or different for you? Did any of them surprise you and you... You're like, I don't remember this, or this was an interesting take. So there it is. On your mark, set, go. Uh, these stories were definitely new to me. There were definitely things that surprised me, and especially when uh, Jail killed her husband. Yeah. So we were talking about this. Throw this out there. Rather be. So I'm asking the ladies here. So Probably Deborah. Okay. Because of the, you know. Yeah, she got to like. She yeah, she got to do something big and like she didn't have to murder anyone. She didn't have to have a baby super old and you know, she wasn't blamed for, you know, cursing the entire world. So. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Based on what I learned about jail, I would definitely want to be her. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Says the woman wrestler in the room who's like, Yeah, give me a tent spike, I'll take care of it. Yeah, all right. That's good. Guys, is there is there one of these women that you'd say, Yeah, that's my type of girl? <laughs> jail okay wow that's that's uh that's tragic really alex that's tragic nothing dakota no nothing comes right into my mind mm-hmm. all right cool all right so let's keep on going uh what qualities from these women is the one that you most desire the, so we're talking about the qualities of the women so as you look at their qualities, their strengths, their abilities, you know, whether it's trust and belief and action, whether it's strength and leadership, uh, whether it's resolve and, and you know, rising up to, to really take the bull by the horns and do something, uh, whether it's that you're put in, a, in the first position, you know, whatever that is. So think about those women. What, what quality do you wish was your quality of those five women? Which, which woman and which quality? The widow, because of her perseverance and faithfulness, it was at an all-time high with the oil, and she was in a bad position, but she didn't let that discourage her beliefs, and yeah. So can I ask you a follow-up question on that? You can all chime in on this. So she fills the jars. How many jars would you have gone after? Like, would you be the person who would say, nailed it, got them all? (laughs) Like, nobody has jars except for me. And or or would you be the person who'd go? I went three. I got three. I wish I, I wish I got more. Just depends. She was doing it to keep her sons out of slavery, and if she was the person to, if she was the person to do more to be just have a higher standing in the world, 
they would be different, but she did it for her children, and that's the most important part. Well, that's a great point. For me, I would I would collect like maybe ten or twelve and say, "Oh, that's good." Not yeah. depending on whether God says it's not or whatever. I would go off of my own judgment, which in return could hurt me. That's a C plus answer. <laughs> <laughs> I got enough. I think that's good. I don't want to carry any more jars. I find my I complain about it. I might get a lot of them, but I'd complain the entire time. What a stupid bunch of oil. All right. Yeah. Dakota, what kind of person are you? Uh, I kind of have to agree. I, I like to have the patience and be able to persevere. That's one thing I just, when I want to do something, I want to do it right now. I don't want to wait. Mm-hmm. Good. After like, I don't know. 30 minutes, I'd be really tired of asking for jars. Yeah. And so I'd be like, I'm just going to go home now. I I think this is enough. Yeah, yeah. I'd probably complain. I might get it almost enough, but but I'd, I'd whine the entire time. So, all right. It's interesting. So here's our next question. Um, what, Can we go back to the last one? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So um, for me, as like a growing Christian, I value most like... Um, or I desire most is a step of action. Like mm-hmm. I want God to tell me something to do. That way I know I am following him in the right direction. And that way I'm like fulfilling kind of like my destiny. Mm-hmm. Like if he gives me a goal to work forward, like towards, I will like work my butt off to get there. But mm-hmm. I just want that guidance. So like, like JL had the action. She was told by God what to do. Mm-hmm. And that's what I, like I desire. Wow. You have a boyfriend who's probably going to hear this should he should he fear for, for his life <laughs> um watch out jacob <laughs> <laughs> don't take naps jacob all right um go with Emmy. have you answered this yet i don't what question the, so <laughs> which woman would you like to be and, oh yeah i yeah. said deborah earlier. deborah yeah all right what do you like about her what's the characteristic or quality that you like I just like how, not circumstance, like, I don't know. She just took action. She's like, yeah, I'm the leader now, you know? And yeah. a lot of times, like, men were leaders. That's Men were leaders of the church. Men were leaders of armies. Men were leaders of literally everything. And so the fact that she was leader, it's just like, go you. Yeah. What characteristic of the women do you want? Well, I kind of recite, kind of want the patience, as you were saying. Um, for me, that's just something that I... Do not want to do at all. Okay, so as I've been, you know, processing this, thinking through these these women, there's a message out there that a great woman is blank, right? Depending on the media that you you pay attention to, right? So, and there's a difference, I think, maybe. Uh, I think there's a difference between what the media tells a man a great woman is and what the media tells a woman a great woman is. So I'm going to start with the ladies because I think their take is probably more important on this. What does the media tell a woman a great woman is? Well, I think women on the internet tell women that being a great woman is being confident. And that's one thing that I kind of struggle in is just like, that you're like, be confident in yourself and do this. Um, and guys, I don't, I don't know. Some men are kind of gross, so... Sometimes it's just like, eh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all right. I think um, media nowadays, since like, I 
differently. And this applies to guys and girls. If I really believed that I was made special, how would I look at my day? How would I look at my year? How would I look at my education, my jobs, all of those things? Go ahead, Alex. Uh, most of the time when people struggle with like pain or something like that, mm-hmm. it's uh, they always tend to like look down at it. And because we were made like that, you should always look at it like, yes, it hurts now, but it's God's purpose that the pain is here. Mm-hmm. And it's not always going to be sadness and pain in a dark place. It's there to make you a better person. Hmm. Okay. Emmy? Um, I think knowing that I am fearfully and wonderfully made, I, I know that, and I've known that since I was a little kid, but it's really hard for me to apply it to myself. And, like, I'm very insecure in a lot of areas in my life. And... Yeah, I just, sometimes I just need to remind myself, like, you're special. God made you special. God made you that way for a specific reason. A person who knows how amazing they actually are or knows their worth will walk around very confidently with their chin held high. And with that in mind, with your faith in Jesus Christ, it's easy to not be discouraged by others. It's easy to look Satan in the face and say, you cannot deceive me for I am the Lord's. I think for me, if I knew that I was specially created, and I mean, I know I am, but I just, part of me just doesn't want to believe it all the way. Like, I think I would live a lot more reflected to God and His ways, and I wouldn't be as afraid of cer- cer- certain circumstances. Hmm. Do you think that it, do you think there's more responsibility on someone who realizes I'm special? If I feel like I'm special, do I feel more responsibility? It depends on the type of person you are. Hmm. All right. Well, thanks, guys. This was great. There was tremendous insight. And uh, so here's what I would say. Let's let's try and go out with a laugh because, you know, this was pretty intense. So uh, if you take these five women, there were a lot of things that happened in their life. And I would like you to try and make up a dad joke as we leave. Now, it can be a mom joke or a woman joke because this is kind of a woman-centric. But I, women don't tell stupid jokes. Men do. I mean, that's probably sexist, isn't it? <laughs> women are capable of telling stupid jokes, doggone it. But at the same time, you are, right? Most time it is men that make the stupid jokes. Okay. So I, I feel like... So uh, just think about these women. If there was a dad joke or a mom joke, a woman joke that you could tell, not about women, but about these women, what would it be? Do you got one? It's not really a dad joke, but if you're not scared of your wife, you're doing something wrong. <laughs> you know, Cicero was not his husband, her husband, though. So, but yeah, I think that's that's fair. That's good. Yeah. Just a heads up: don't take too much time away from your buddy's wife. Don't t- don't steal your buddy all the time. You gotta watch out, especially when you take naps from now on. Okay. Yeah, napping is a bad thing. Uh, so you know what Jail said immediately after she, you know. Killed Cicera. Anybody want to take a stab? <laughs> take a stab. That was funny. <laughs> I killed him in his ugly face. Okay. Yes. She she may have said that. Uh, I think she just said nailed it. That's what I think. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you could jail's a lot. She was one intent woman. <laughs> I just want to point out how all the guys in the room have made dad jokes and none of the girls. You're not even laughing, which I think is apropos. How does Cicero like his steak? <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. 
<laughs> it doesn't really need to be answered. Um, how? How does this really like his steak? Right to the head. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. What's yeah. a good punchline? I, I don't know. I think you could say uh, he likes ground beef. <laughs> yeah, that's terrible. <laughs> yeah, there are so many dad jokes I want to make, and I'm just not funny like that. So, guys, thank you. It was an outstanding night, and uh, I want to appreciate you. I will tell our listening audience who should be your friends. Your friends should say, wow, that was awesome. You are incredible. Uh, I want to tell our listening listening audience that we are brought to you by the delicious, steamy hot cups of Rich Roast Coffee. Um, so that's it. If you're a coffee lover, you can contact Rich at Rich Roast, and you can order your coffee right from there. All right. And thank you, guys. That's a wrap. We'll see you next week. And um, no Christmas music until after Thanksgiving. I don't know. I'm looking forward to Christmas this year. Jacob's coming home. Oh, that's right. Nice. (laughs) Yeah, now he's a little afraid. (laughs) I'm looking forward to baking day, so you guys can focus on Thanksgiving. I'm focusing on baking day in December. This is a second podcast going on right now. Not really, but I'm making (laughs) Yorkshire pudding which is not pudding. It's, it's like a souffle kind of thing that you pour gravy over. I don't know if anybody's ever had it. It's a traditional British meal thing. So I'm making that for Thanksgiving. I'm down. Okay. I'll bring, it's never good cold. Like, you know, <laughs> you're like, what is this? It's horrible. But yeah, that's it. All right. Hey, see ya. Have a great Thanksgiving. Bye. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Crossroads Farm is happy to share coffee joy with you through the delicious Rich Roast Coffee. You can order yours by contacting the CRF office at crossroadsfarm.org. And contact us to learn about our innovative ministry curriculum, The Arms of a Servant Leader, a four-year strategic discipleship training resource. Follow us on Facebook at Crossroads Farm, Crossroads Farm Northwest, and Crossroads Farm RCI. Also on Insta and Twitter.